This is single and probably asexual with Kendra K. Well, good afternoon. This is Kendra K. And I am back with my second solo episode. Very nervous, but also very excited. Um, I am also at a park right next to a busy road. In case you missed it, in my first few episodes, I live in a van. So you may hear a little background noise, possibly a couple fans working in the van right now to keep myself and the dog cool. So apologies ahead of time for any loud truck noises or whatnot. But you will basically be right here with me if you hear all of the noise behind me. Anyways, I just went to this amazing, amazing retreat in Tulum called the Remembering Me Retreat. And as silly as I thought the name was at first, I would even tell people, I'm like, it's called the Remembering Me Retreat. You know, it's got a funny name, but like, it's going to be amazing. And that was still the case. It was absolutely amazing and absolutely incredible. And it was a good space and good location and people and the coaches. It all was so beneficial and powerful to actually remembering you. Um, And I got to remember a lot of who I am. I was reminded of my strength my capacity to love, my capacity to give love, my spirit, my aura, how I come off to people, um, which that has been something that I've been questioning for the past handful of years because I'm always hyper aware of how I come off to others and coming off in a way that is loving and open and honest. Um, Someone who is not reserved, shy, and recoils when conversation starts. Um, That's definitely someone that I used to be, and I didn't like that version of myself. But with all of this to say, I initially, this uh, second episode with just myself was going to just be talking about... Am I Australian? No, I'm American. Fuck. Damn it. Um, This second episode of me talking just by myself was supposed to be about asexuality, what it is, how, you know, when it's, where its origins first began and all of this stuff. And I realized that I would love to personally myself do a lot more research on that before I talk about it and I also educate myself and um, others who are listening who maybe are in a same boat or maybe not as same same as me but in a boat of what the F is asexuality. Um, Although I know what asexuality is I would like to learn more about it to be able to talk to you guys um, a little bit more about what it is and where I come from in this spectrum of being asexual and how a typical asexual might differ from me or vice versa. 
So instead of doing that this episode, I have decided to listen to my spirit. And my spirit is guiding me to talk about the things in my life that are prevalent to me at this very moment. Um, and for me, that are, that is my, those are my relationships. Um, and my relationships consist of my friendships with people. Since I am not in a romantic relationship, and I have only been in a romantic relationship once for a very short amount of time, my relationships are my friendships. And let me tell you, <laughs> there is benefit to that, and then there is also extreme con to that. Everything has balance and everything has got to give balance. And I've realized over the years that I've realized that friendships are hard. And navigating those friendships while people continue to grow, maybe possibly grow in different directions, is even more incredibly hard. And I understand now why there are a lot of people who get into relationships. Um, you essentially have a built-in best friend. And I know a lot of people who once they do get in relationships, they are not as present um, in their friends' lives anymore because their romantic partner takes precedence. And I think because it is so difficult to have and maintain and grow friendships beautifully and organically and honestly and hopefully it's easier and this is just what I think but it's I'm assuming it's probably way easier to just hang out with your partner all day every day I mean I am not going to lie if I had not thought within the last couple of years hmm should I should I seek that out because that seems less stressful than trying to navigate so many friendships with so many people and while those people are in completely different areas of their lives for me personally I noticed that I started to lose a lot of friends and support um, when I started van life and a lot of my really close friends I feel there's not we don't have the level of communication and connection that we used to have and it sucks it really fucking sucks and I it's just been getting me thinking a lot because I am someone who has always had a large amount of best friends um, and I've been that way because my friendships are everything to me. My, like I said, my friendships are my relationships. And when I was younger, I think I was sort of half maintaining a lot of my good, good relationships because I had like, probably like, I would say like 12 best friends at one point, like people that I could go to, I could hang out with. It was silly and fun and we were just there and present with one another and I loved it and I understand that you need to have a level of attention to give to someone 
and in the past maybe my level of attention wasn't there because I had so many friendships because I was seeking that love and support from others that I couldn't get from a romantic partner and since I have started van life I, I, I think it's a blessing everything happens for a reason and I do truly believe that even the hard and difficult and unfair points of life there is always a reason behind it and when I started van life I lost a lot of people and it wasn't necessarily due to a lack of me trying to continue to communicate with people I felt like because I was in the van and I was and I'm I mean essentially I'm gone most of the year so I'm not in my home state I can't be around my friends all the time I felt like for a lot of people that was like oh well she's never here she's not here so I'm not going to reach out sort of thing and I say this is probably a blessing in my life because there are a lot of times in life where you can only give so much and for so many years I gave and gave and gave and gave everything that I had I gave through my depression I gave through my anxiety I gave through grieving my best friend's loss um, I gave during my business I gave a lot during my business and that giving has definitely caught up with me because I gave and gave thinking that this is what I needed to do and I needed to have more friends because I never had a real romantic partner before I never have experienced or felt that kind of love and so I overcompensated with friends and don't get me wrong I still have so many beautiful and amazing friends and I continue to make new beautiful and amazing people in my life that I'm so lucky that I now get to call a friend and I understand that I'm still incredibly young I mean I just turned 30 and I think about my mom and her best friend and they didn't meet they did not meet until they were in their mid-30s and there is always time to find your friendship soulmates in life there will be more and those that you have now that you will continue to hold on to for the next decade and the next decade and the next decade I mean that's just gonna be beautiful and friendships just like relationships they are work they are a lot of work not too long ago I had a pretty rough friendship breakup um, I was extremely hurt by this person's actions and I know that they were extremely hurt by mine um, but hindsight 2020 and it was a relationship that I needed to leave in my life um, not only just for me but for seeing how this person also treated others in their life and it was not something that I agreed with and nor wanted to be a part of and ever since then I have just found myself questioning a lot um, 
And I've been looking into other relationships in my life that feel not fully there. It doesn't feel like love. And I know that may be a lot to put on some people, but your true friendships, I mean, they want the same from you. They want that love. And having that happen was a blessing, a beautiful blessing for me because it made me reanalyze who else I also had in my life and those who made me feel similarly to the way this other person made me feel and having those realizations has been incredible I didn't mean to say incredible I meant to say incredibly hard I just had a brain fart there but having those thoughts and those feelings about other people it's not easy I don't want to have these thoughts about others but thinking about people and whether they are standing with me and they're standing side by side with me it means it means everything to me although having to question friendships in life even though you have been with these people for years or over a decade as hard as that is it's so necessary to your own growth and development as a human I mean like I mentioned in my first episode when I saw this girl on TikTok talking about how if it doesn't feel like love she doesn't want it I'm right there with that woman and what I have accepted as love in my life in a lot of in a lot of circumstances it wasn't love it was either control it was me being obedient to someone because I thought they held a certain status it was remaining in friendships for years past their expiration date and I thought that what I was doing was love staying with these people who have hurt me I thought that was love and I'm trying to realize right now I'm not trying I'm actively working on realizing right now that that is not what love is and although I have been neglected of it my entire life, I know now that that is not what love was. And just because I thought I needed to have so many friendships in my life in order to balance out this pain and sorrow that I felt in my heart, that wasn't the case at all. I didn't need X amount of friends I just needed like three or four really good fucking friends, really good fucking people who care about me and who I knew and felt in my heart cared about me. Not the logical Kendra that stepped in and said, oh, well, we hang out X amount of times and um, we do fun things when we're together or we go on all these trips and adventures. No. I didn't need that. I need and needed that soul connection that I felt with others. 
and again, I'm, I'm happy to say that I have still so many best friends where I feel that there is a deep recognition and a deep level of love, not the fake love that I thought I had to give and thought I had to receive by others, but actual love, love that makes you feel safe and secure in your relationship with your friends that kind of love this soul to soul connection and reflection and it's what Yuki and I were talking about on our interview and she is one of my soul sisters and we call each other soul sisters because we see each other soul to soul and we will always be there for one another there are never any fights there are never any arguments because there is never a reason to argue because there's just love there for one another. And this is why I say friendships are so difficult because in a way, when you are in a friendship relationship with someone, there is no obligation to that person. You base your connection and your friendship on the foundation that the two of you have made together. In a partnership, in a romantic partnership, you sometimes feel like there is an obligation to be with one another. You know, let's say you have a kid and we have an obligation to be with one another. We've been together and we've been married for 14 years and we're trying to have a baby even though our relationship sucks, but we still have an obligation to one another. There are obligations within these romantic relationships. But when it comes to friendships, there is no obligation. Those are just two people who genuinely care about one another and want to see one another thrive and succeed and be loved. But when others can sometimes put obligation on you or they put expectation on you, it's hard to navigate through those friendships because when you're there to just love one another and be there for one another and support one another as best you can through the hard times, through the definite hard times and the good, when obligation steps into a relationship, a friendship relationship, it becomes difficult because when you looked at someone who you thought at one point would always be by your side and would always support you and would always be there for you, but when there's a sudden change on someone's end and they place expectation on the other person, you know, shit can go sideways. Because from my personal experience, all that I have ever wanted in life is to just be loved, period. And I know I am loved today, but I'm having a hard time still feeling it. I keep logically telling myself that I am loved, I am loved. And I know one day that feeling will reciprocate that logic. And when you're with friendships, in friendships, all you want to feel is loved and supported. 
And recently there has been a lack of that um, in my life, from people in my life. And let me tell you, I feel like I'm going through breakup after breakup after breakup. Like a true breakup. And it is, I just sound like a contestant in The Bachelorette, but it is so hard. It's so hard, guys. But I also, I say that with seriousness because it is incredibly fucking difficult and frustrating to know that you're not at the level that you were with some people in your life. And for me, leading my life the way I do, working for myself, being happy working for myself, living in a van, you know, having the only form of day-to-day -day contact being my dog, Zeke. I have never, ever, ever in my life felt so neglected and I knew that doing this van life journey was going to be incredibly difficult incredibly difficult and I knew that I was going to experience a level of loneliness that I never had before just being secluded to a 50 60 square foot vehicle being on the road by myself doing all the driving myself taking care of all these goddamn mechanic bills myself. But I had no anticipation that I would also lose friends or have the friendships in my life be completely altered and changed. And I'm trying, again, I'm not trying. I'm this is something that I've learned at my um, beautiful emotional healing wellness retreat um, hosted by the king and queen Candace and Docs themselves I am not claiming that I am trying anything because then that means that I'm in this state of just trying but I am actively seeking a new road I'm seeking light at the end of this clusterfuck friendship tunnel and through this tunnel as I walk through this tunnel and leave some people behind or make peace with relationships that are not what they used to be and may never be what they used to be again I see myself at the end of this tunnel and right before the end of myself, this new shining light that is Kendra, this healed, whole, lovable version of myself that is me, I needed to go through this dark tunnel in order to get there. I needed to go through all of this pain and what ifs and loss 
in order to get there. And in this dark tunnel, as I see myself at, in the end, this little speck of light, not too far ahead, right before I reach the outside, there in the tunnel with me, but receiving a little bit more light, a little bit more of my light, are those who have my soul and my soul has theirs. And my reflection is also their reflection. And the only thing we're emitting back and forth to each other is love and light. So much love and light. And all of their eyes are on me. And my eyes back at them and my light shining back on them. And those who are far deep in the tunnel, they don't get my light anymore. And although they will always live in that tunnel, in a dark, sad little place in my heart that I hold for those that I have lost, they will always still be there. And they will always still be a part of me because I wouldn't have gotten to the end of that tunnel without them. And although I have experienced grief and pain and loss, it just continues my path through this tunnel to the end where I am surrounded by light and love and those who have surrounded me and who have supported me and who have been there for me. Being a lonely asexual in such a big world is, it's daunting. Um, and for a while I, I thought that I took too much from friends. Um, someone actually said that I took too much. And I realized that wasn't the case. But when someone who you thought loved and cared for you really didn't and kept a list of all these things that you did wrong and presented them to you in a way that was, you know, whatever. But that stuff still sticks with you. Whether it be true or not, you think about that stuff. And so I choose to look at that and that moment as a learning experience for me because I want to be nothing but the best to my friends in my life. And if I can take someone's constructive criticism, whether it was right or not, and apply it to my life in a way that can still better me as a person and better the people who I love in my life, then I will take that lesson because lessons are beautiful and we all need them. And sometimes as deep as we dive into our hearts and our soul, sometimes some guidance is necessary. Open constructive criticism from friends can be very necessary 
we all just can't keep going on with life saying, well, this is what I'm going to do. Because if you turn around and wake up one day and there's no one beside you, then those lessons that were given to you, you never really took advantage of. And when I think about being an ace person in this world who primarily the bulk of their relationships are their friendships I don't feel wrong for that because at some point you need relationships in your life and if you're not going to be in a romantic relationship or you don't want to be in a romantic relationship or you're not even willing to be in a romantic relationship you need friendships and you need those true people in life who will be there for you through the good times and the bad those who will not judge you for your actions those who will help you when you need help those who will be by your side when you need support And I always used to think that I was not worthy of being loved. And then I thought my needs were taking from other people. But for those who equally want to be in your life, you will never be taking anything from them. If there is a line of beautiful and open communication and love and support, there is no take. There is just love. And as a baby asexual in a very, very big world, I need to remind myself that my presence is valid. My friendship is valid. The love that I can give is valid. The love that I have given is valid. Those hard conversations that I have had with people and with others, present and in the past, are valid and what I have to say and what I have to speak about and who I choose to be acquainted with and who I also choose to support as well as them supporting me that's all valid and necessary and just because I am not in a relationship does not mean that I am a burden to others and although, as silly as it sounds, me being single, I know for a fact, has had effects on some people. Um, there are other people out there who are there and who support. And those people can be in a relationship. They could have kids. They could have multiple kids. They can be polyamorous they could be married for going on 15 years I know that it's not difficult for others to be there for me regardless of their status and regardless of mine something that was said to me by one of my coaches at the retreat that I just recently went to um, really stuck with me and it made me realize that I 
am in fact not this burden that I feel like I am sometimes with others or to others or because their lack of response to me and willingness to talk and hang out with me is not a reflection of me. Um, a big reason of me going to this retreat was to heal my inner child. Um, that little girl that never felt loved and felt emotional neglect. Um, a big part of this retreat for me was to find my love. And not only find it, but to accept it and to feel it wholeheartedly. And my coach, Candace, at the end of our session said, she just said beautiful things. And they were things that I needed to hear. It was a reminder that who I am in my being and how I come across is nothing but love and I give maybe sometimes too much of myself but I do give and I love hard and if anybody cannot return that to me it's not a reflection on me it's a reflection on them. And hearing her say that just really, it opened me up for feeling more gratitude for myself, but for also really, really giving myself way more grace than I have been in the past. Grace for all the feelings that I have felt and grace for me deciding or needing to walk away or step back from certain situations because it sucks when you feel like you're giving your best effort and it's not reciprocated and you feel like your best effort still wasn't enough. But to hear Candace say the words that she said, it made me realize that it's not a me situation. And if I give and give and give and there's still nothing, it's still not a me situation. It's the opposite person's issue. And I made so much peace with letting go and honoring myself and telling myself it's not you you've done your best you've given it your all and just because it wasn't shown back to you this isn't a, rep a repetition of your past I mean it is but it's also this doesn't determine your future and instead of grieving and grieving and grieving and grieving, I'm letting go. I'm fully letting go. And I'm letting space for those 
who are already here and who have stayed and space for other beautiful souls to come. So as bachelorette hard as this is, it's so beautiful and being able to see the beautiful side of it has been so rewarding and realizing that I have the capabilities to see the beautiful sides and things and not get so bogged down with the bad and not get so anxious with everything that's going wrong but instead I'm focusing on really looking at what could go right and what will go right like Yuki and I said on our episode, we're stepping up. We're on level 39, and then we're going to be on level 49. It's like the tunnel reference that I made earlier. Some people will not take that journey with you. And that's not a reflection on you. Maybe some people just don't have the capacity to love you at this point. And that's okay. Because the last thing I ever want to do is force someone's love and attention. And so instead of forcing myself time and time and again to repair something or to keep giving my all until it's reciprocated, I'm choosing to let go. Choosing to let go and let love in. And let the love that is already currently in my life grow and flower even bigger. And it, I mean, in hindsight, it seems silly. It really does, but I know it's not. It seems silly to care this deeply about the friendships and where they are in my life. But those are my relationships. And I no longer feel bad for having those relationships and needing those relationships. Because again, those who truly love me, they stand up and they support me and they will stand by my side. Sometimes you need that support, especially if you're asexual and you don't seek out romantic relationships. Especially if you don't have a good relationship with your family us little lonely asexuals I'm not claiming that everybody's lonely and I'm not even claiming that I'm lonely because I do have amazing people in my life but those who are asexual and who experience such pain when you either lose someone or a friendship is not the same as it used to be I understand you I understand you more than you would ever know and I'm here to just let you know that it's okay and your thoughts are valid your feelings are valid and your need for love and friendships is valid and if you're not finding that in your current relationships your friend relationships then seek elsewhere because there are so many amazing people on this planet and it's exciting to find the new ones that feel 
true, like in true alignment with yourself. And as cliche as this sounds, but you've got to go through the shit in order to get to the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Not the sewer tunnel, but the end of the tunnel that has a big bright light. And that big bright light is you. But you'll never get there without going through that dark and narrow and at times lonely tunnel. And being asexual in general... For me, that's kind of how that feels um, when I operate in society and even doing this podcast. I feel like I'm this tiny little ant crawling through this tunnel, just scared and lost and feeling like nobody understands me because... You know, asexual people have always kind of gotten a bad rap, a bad name for themselves of, oh, you're weird or, um, you know, you'll be lonely your whole life, all of these things, you know, but they're just other people's perception. And we do not care about other people's perception. They can have it. They can have all the perception that they want. But we will not care about that. Because being asexual is beautiful. And and I also want to preface, I'm not, when I talked about some past relationships and some of the current ones that I'm struggling through, it's not because I identify as asexual. Um, I think for some people it's because I'm single and then for some people there just hasn't been support for a while, but I'm proud to be asexual and I just know that there are other asexual people out there who feel the same way, especially about their friendships, their friend relationships. You are definitely not alone. And to what I was initially saying, asexual people are beautiful and amazing because to not seek love and desire and affection in that way, it forces you to seek it elsewhere, in nature, in friendships, through family members, through hobbies, through creativity, through their job I believe us asexuals out there we see and operate in this world very differently than a lot of other people and it's not weird (laughs) it's it's beautiful when you don't have like sex on the brain all the time, which I know a lot of people do because that's our biology and that's our nature. But when you don't have that on your brain all the time, you really think about other things in life, meaningful things in life, more important things in life, even connection. You connect differently. We connect differently. 
We don't connect through sex, but we connect through conversation. We connect through acts of service. We connect through showing up. So if you're out there and you're hearing me speak and you're going, same, same, yes, yes. I mean, just know that you're not alone. I've had these feelings for so long and I used to feel so alone and so wrong in my feelings that you're taking up too much space. You're taking up other people's space. And I'm not. I'm really not. And it's beautiful to realize that. Because if I hadn't gone through the strife and pain that I have with some friends recently in the past couple of years, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be not physically where I'm at today, but this place within myself and within my being that has experienced hurt and pain, but also knows what they deserve in the future. And understand their worth and understanding this new part of them that deserves to be loved and loving that part of you through your own actions to yourself first not turning towards any other person or any other thing or any other action and I'm not shaming those who do it's just my biological body that just tells me no. But seeking out these other options, seeking refuge in other areas and aspects of my life, I'm just, I'm incredibly blessed for it. And I'm blessed for all of the people in my life. The ones that I know are there and the ones that aren't anymore. I'm still so very grateful for everybody because if there's one thing that I truly believe it's that everyone no matter what your age we should always be growing and evolving and if you're not then what's the point? you guys for being here yet again with me um thank you for holding space for that conversation um that conversation that I had with myself it's not easy to talk about this especially so publicly and openly but um I feel like as an asexual person who feels somewhat alone in this world of relationships relationships being my friendships are a big topic for me. So I just appreciate you guys for sticking around that. And if you have any additional thoughts, questions, comments for me, if you want to hear another episode like that, maybe with someone else to get another perspective on friend relationships, 
then let me know. Another shout out to my brother and my dear friend Chelsea for the artwork and the music for this podcast. Thank you both so much for helping me create this and make it what it is. And I'm excited for my next episode to come out. An interview with my new good friend, Katie, um, who is a psychologist who also lives on the road as well. It's a super great conversation, and I'm just really looking forward to everyone listening. All right, see you guys later.